Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. Uh, I'm Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking. You done? <laughs> I'm never done drinking, dear. <laughs> I'm Melanie, and I am also drinking. We are all drinking. Right. And it's the day. Well, at least it here it's here on the it is still um, daylight. Yes. On the Pacific Coast. It's only four in the afternoon. So uh I'm also I'm also drinking, but lightly because I still have a spitzer. Do you ever drink bourbon before. and eat sour patch kids at the same time? Oh. Mm. I can see that would be good. Mm. I am drinking scotch. I'm drinking um a Ooh. dram of uh Lagavulin. You're drinking mm. lightly? I'm drinking scotch. I know. <laughs> I'm just There's drinking a, a dram of scotch. <laughs> this is how I roll, bitches. <laughs> Light for Mary. It's a dram of scotch. It's a dram of scotch. Because I... I thought you said a gram of scotch. I'm like, that's a little... <laughs> a dram. A dram. A gram I finished a... my second year of my uh, Scottish Gaelic uh, language class. Yay. My second year. The other night. Is it, so. is it hard? Like, what does it sound like? Yes. No, it is super hard. It is absolutely nothing like English. It is insanely hard. Like they, depending on how a word is used in a sentence, they add extra letters to the word. And then that changes how the whole word sounds. So that's what you were telling me about the other day. um, How people who settled in the Appalachian, Appalachian, however you (laughs) want to call it, mountain range. Uh Uh-huh. Put more of an enunciation on A's and A sounds. It's the also they, the, it's, or the, it's the first syllable. It's the first syllable of every word is okay. the one that is stressed. So it's the first syllable okay. of every word. So that's, you can, um, like I used to pronounce the Scotch um, Oban is Oban because at, mm. to me in my English, that's the way. Mm-hmm. it looks like it's supposed to be, but it's no, it's the first syllable. So it's Oban. It's <laughs> like my Facebook post the other day. I always grew up saying Appalachian Mountains. I come down here, it's Appalachian. What are you talking about? Also, it's Appalachian. There's there's two little towns. One's called Advance. The other one's called Sophia. No, they're Advance and they're Sophia. Hmm. And I bet there's a huge amount of Scottish settlers around the North Carolina area. Oh, and yes. In 1800. So I'm, that my, just my layman's guess is it might have something to do with that. Do you know what they call? Do you know what they call Houston Street in New York City? Houston. Houston. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Weird. But I guess it really makes sense because if you do it by like phonics, right. O U is ow. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's like how Angelica Houston spells her last name without the O. Oh yeah. Up front. Oh. Mm. No O. <laughs> uh, well, it's like the Mexican restaurant. Uh, I say Chipotle because you wouldn't say Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. Well, you. you, I haven't heard that before. Chipotle. Chipotle. You wouldn't say with the word little. You you go have some jalapenos at Chipotle. Well, you 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 wouldn't say the word little. You wouldn't say litly. You would say little. So it would be Chipotle. Because it's L L E L E. That's so. That's how I have always pronounced it, and that's how I always will pronounce it. Chipotle. 
now I'm probably going to start saying you won't that. Say, you wouldn't say litly. Like Why not? Because it's little. I call Panera Bread Pantera Bread. So that's my, <laughs> my call on that. Pantera, so. like the group. But the group Pantera. has, no, so the group has no ownership. My brother, my brother loves Pantera. <laughs> I, do, so do. I, love the, I love Panera, but I still call mm-hmm. Pantera because I think it's funny. <laughs> oh, I know I was going to tell y'all. Guess what, what? I found out uh, two weeks ago. What? what? Alabama, not mm-hmm. here, but where his mom and dad live, which is the beach. They're getting a BJ's. Shit, you not. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're getting a BJ's. Started, I started dying laughing because Scott had just heard a podcast in the car, like driving down there. And it was like two or three ago. <clears throat> and we were all drunk. We were like dying laughing. And I was like, there it is again. BJ's. You know, it was so, a big joke. So when she said it, he looked at me and we started dying laughing. His mom goes, that's not funny. Is, and I was like, that, no, it is funny. Is that, be- <laughs> is that because I talk about the BJ's up here? Yes, yeah. I had never. We had never heard of it before. We've never heard of it before. So apparently, they've moved. They're moving south, and they're trying to compete with Costco. Well, Billy Joel, uh-huh. Billy Neil, Joel needs all that money because his tour is being canceled. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's right down the road up here. It's right down the road from Dick's. Sporting I know. Goods. And you know what? It'll be probably close to that there because <laughs> they've got a Dick's there too. <laughs> they got to do that on purpose. Yes, it's really. Well, there's also there's BJ's. Um, Wholesale Club. And then, do you guys have BJ's Brew House out there at all? Oh, no. Okay. They are they brew their own stuff in-house, and they have some really, really good food. I, they're a chain. I didn't know that. Huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. BJ's Beer and BJ's, Food. BJ's Beer and Food. <laughs> Sounds uh, awesome. There are jokes that I just won't even go into right now, but... Um, I know. But <laughs> that was like... Burr. <laughs> so, so what did y'all think about the episode so, or do we have any shout outs or anything anything oh, i think josh had a shout out you heard from someone today oh yes uh let's see i posted uh somebody in another group uh one of the dallas facebook groups was posting that they were going to post something a little while i said oh i have something to look forward to after our I record tonight's session of the Ewing Barbecue podcast, and someone goes, "Oh, shameless publicity!" And I go, "Hey, any publicity is good publicity," uh, which is what the head of TNT told Linda Gray after her Ultimate Dallas interview. Uh, but it's Brian Smith, who's a member of uh, Dallas, the greatest TV show in history. Um, he says he just found the Dallas podcasts. Wowzers, good stuff. Sir, stay safe. Best regards, Brian. So we'll give Brian Yay, Smith a shout out. Thank you, Brian. Everybody drink to Brian. Brian. Drink to Brian. Look, Melanie's like already. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie was drinking before I even started the shout out. Uh, she's like, oh, we're going to be drinking anyway. So no. Well, I mean, Melanie's been not? drinking since since she signed off the computer to work from work. So uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, we haven't been out in days, and so. We decided last night the kids weren't here until tonight, and so we decided we were just going to run down it's like our local little bar. It's like one minute from here, and we knew they were going to close at seven. Curfew's at seven. Herpes at seven. We, what? Curfew. Oh, curfew. So like, we oh. went there and we ordered food to bring home, and we had a couple of drinks. Well, Scott goes curfew's at seven. You know, and I was like, okay. So I guess that was my cue to drink faster. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of two glasses of wine, I had four, and I was wasted. I didn't eat my dinner. I had a bite. I found, I found my cheese quesadilla on the counter this morning, and I had a oh horrible hangover. God, horrible. The other day, so I'm I, just doing spritzers tonight. The other day, <laughs> I 
actually left my town for the first time, no, for the second time in two and a half months. And I went a few towns over to a place called Smashburger. I don't know if you have Smashburger out there. I've heard of it. Smash cookie. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it still sounds good because it's a cookie. But they had ice cream uh, smushed into cookies. Ooh. Anything you, any flavors you want. Sorry. Ooh, peppermint, peppermint yeah. stick, peppermint stick. That sounds they, amazing. They had uh, this limited time burger. It's called the, I got the double. So it was a double barbecue bacon brisket burger with cheddar cheese and pickle slices on. So you had the, you had wow. the, the burgers with the cheddar cheese and the bacon. And then you had barbecue brisket slices with the barbecue sauce on top. And Damn. then you had the pickles in the roll. Well, I love brisket, but you had me a double burger. I'll eat a burger anywhere I go. I love hummers. Big joke in we our family. Anything open here yet? So I don't. I feel like this is. I'm like living vicariously through you guys. <laughs> my mouth waters. Oh Ooh. my god! We're that on day. We're on day four. Waiting to happen. <laughs> if I was on death row, <laughs> you're like, if I was on death row, I would seriously consider that for my. Final meal. Is that called Smash Burger? Yeah. I actually, wonder where they have chains. Actually, if you eat that, it might be your final meal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to giggle this place. Oh, there's Smash Burgers everywhere. Get up, Ooh, stand up. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to look that up. Get up, there's stand up. Beach. Tonight we are reviewing season three, episode eleven, The Heiress. How's the baby? He's well. Have a good day, Mr. Bond. Have you decided to run again? But if I do, and I could win, then I could have Sue Ellen back. She'd leave J.R. in a minute. You think he feels anything for the boy? All he wants is what J.R. Ewing has, me and my son, and he'll do anything to get us. You lied, Bobby. You lied to me. I lied about what? About Ewing Oil going broke. Where's the money coming from, J.R.? I don't like people checking up on me. That's too bad, because I'm going to find out what's going on. Directed by Leslie H. Martinson, written by Lorraine Dupre, and it aired November 23rd, 1979. One casting note, Laura Johnson, who played Cliff Robertson's wife on Falcon Crest, and later appeared on Heartbeat with Dallas alums Kate Mulgrew and Gail Strickland, plays Alan's uh, blonde, floozy Betty Lou. Hmm. Okay, I wrote who is that girl. Does she look familiar? Betty Lou. The girl that was in Alan Beats later. Yeah. yeah. At I'm the thinking, restaurant. And I then, I'm, thinking of a, I'm thinking of a Betty Lou a few seasons ahead. Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> what, uh, Are they recycling names again? Jeez. Yes, Man. they do that it's a lot. It's not really recycling yet. <laughs> Betty Lou. Recycling. Mary, what day did that air on? Again, November 23rd, 1979. Which, Four days before my birthday. Which <laughs> is. Were you walking yet? 30, Actually 33 was. years to the day before Larry passed. Oh, yeah, the 23rd. Oh, sad. Drink, drink, drink. Okay, we'll I'll drink to Larry. Who do we have that just uh, just passed away? Was it uh, a detective? Um, Pam's private detective. Yeah. So what do we think about this episode? Beautiful sunset. Beautiful well, sunset. It's Jock's birthday. It's a beautiful sunset in that opening shot. I really love yeah. those Texas sunsets. And uh, we're in JR's office. Kristen's trying to figure out his plans because she wants him to come over. And she's <laughs> like, what time will your 
very over. And then he says, well, it would be over at 10.17. Starting at 10. And at that, I, starting at 10 o'clock. And I had to like rewind it. I was like, did he just say 10.17 or am I crazy? No, he and so I rewound it. No, 10.17. I'm like, that's oddly specific. Hmm. And said he can't come over because it's family night. Family night. Unamused by that. Yeah, she was like. Yeah, he says the party's at ten fifteen. Was it ten? Did he say ten fifteen? What time is the party over? He said ten fifteen, and he and she said, "What time is the party going to be over?" He's like, "If if all goes well, ten seventeen. <laughs> just enough time for them to give Jock that watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just enough time, basically, for Alan Beam to show up at the golden at the golden yeah. horseshoe. The yes. golden corral. The golden what? horseshoe. That's not That's like the. It's not the golden banana, but it's the golden horseshoe. <laughs> Did, have we celebrated Jock's birthday before, or was that their anniversary? That, that was, was their anniversary, because okay. they... I was trying to remember, and... Yeah, when they all gave this presents, and Sue Ellen gave them that weird present. That weird statue? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pam did the... Like, what the hell Pam is Pam and Bobby it? did, what, the photo album or something? Uh, yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, Kristen was not amused okay. at that whole... Not well, amused, guess no. what, side ho, you have to deal with it. She's like, <laughs> now did Jr. and Bobby go in on that watch together? I mean, that is just like a. How much money do they make? Couldn't they have each gotten him something and a little more? Yeah. That's Maybe probably it was like a ten thousand dollar Rolex. Yeah, but in yeah. the yeah. nineteen seventy nine money, so probably it's like a thirty thousand dollar now. And my yeah. guess is that was Pam's idea. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is my mm-hmm. this is my fan fiction. It was Pam's idea. She came up with it. Jr. forgot about it probably. So she's like, hey, do you guys want to just like? Piggyback and throw some money in. Right, write your name on yep. the card. That's the type of, like the office card. Right, all everybody writes their name on them. Yeah, probably. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's chicken feed, boy. Chicken feed. So Ellen doesn't have time. She's in therapy. You yeah. Know. Well, she might have time now because we're about to find out in this episode just how many days a week she's going to therapy now. That's true. And we will stay tuned. If you stay tuned in this podcast, you will hear how many times a week she's going. <laughs> Remember, Mel- it was four. Melanie is going to inform you when we get to that point exactly how many times she's going. I think Jr. like throwing hands at somebody was so I, I don't know I it, I wasn't expecting it out of him. He's a lover, not a fighter, you know. <laughs> but when he's like, you know, come on, you son of a bitch! I was like, holy shit! Here's like the jock side of him. Okay. Here's the thing about this episode is there's a lot of people trying to act, a lot of characters trying to act in this episode. And I felt like they were all terrible at it. And I thought it was really, really funny because it was like JR being like, Alan Beam, what are you doing here? I can't believe you would come in at my family like this. And it's like, oh my God, JR, just stop. It's a family and the thing, the thing is, Jock and Bobby now know that they, Alan Beam is on the because that's an ongoing conflict now. Because Bobby, right. Oh, right, right, Bobby right. wants to go yeah. in the front door and do things properly down in Austin, like, and uh, Jock is like, "Yeah, we're going in the back door. I'm going to take care of it." You know, but going in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was that line? Um, that what was the line that kind of. Caught Lucy's attention about Alan said couldn't get a dog to behave or something like that or couldn't inspire yeah something about the dog whatever it was Lucy was like, had stars in her eyes when he said it she just likes Lucy, trouble Lu- period she she, no, no. she really does Lucy was getting moist okay <laughs> she was <laughs> she was getting a little turned on by that 
She was all about it, man. She, yeah, she was. She, you were hearing. It was inappropriate for me to be watching. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And then and they, they get no, home. Wait, what, and can, then, I, can I throw one more comment in there oh, about Jock yeah. Ewing breaking up a fight again? Throwing those boys apart, you know. He gets that stance there. He's like striking a pose as he pulls them apart, you know. That's the classic Jock. Did you guys notice Jock's tan had a really deep tan this episode? He did. He did. Yes. He's been laying out. He's been putting like the like. He's been been oiling himself with like uh, that. (laughs) Well, Miss. That what was that thing that they used to use back in the day with like the like a tinfoil thing around them. To catch oh yeah, yeah, yo. Oh, my dad used <laughs> you hold, you, <laughs> it. was a very like 67. You, you hold it, you hold it up like yeah. like 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 this, <laughs> like this like under. Your, it's like a yeah, it's yeah. like so it can reflect off and then it can burn your underside of your chin. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, gross. Ugh. But now, now with the quarantine uh, tan, you're gonna get the uh, you're gonna get the white face here, and then you're gonna get the tan above the uh, nose line. That's, right. that's the 2020 tan, but uh, yeah, Jock was definitely tan. definitely tan, but he's probably spending more time outside because Miss Ellie is giving him the cold shoulder still. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah, she's not having it. No, she is. She is not. Uh, They're in the room, and he's all like, "You were the prettiest girl there tonight." She's trying to get her necklace off. With- yeah, and he's trying to help and her I'm get like, her like necklace off, and, and I gotta be sweet. She, he's really trying. She doesn't want to be touched, and she no. she still has the arm. At her side, because she's still she's still she's still healing and trying to yeah she's struggling with one hand with that one arm that she still has free to do what she needs to do and okay. she's still it's like a meat locker in there how cold it is she still it looks very uncomfortable and in, mm-hmm. in, in the sense of from her surgery and from the sense of her relationship she's very uncomfortable like nothing's ever going to be the same as the way I think she's looking at it right now even though it will be. In her mind, she's like, nothing's ever going to be the same. She, you know? she, she walks out mm-hmm. when, baby, when little John cries. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. weird. Right. Wait, he's, it, he's just trying to, he's like, remember a bottle of wine? And we used to lay, just talk for hours. Like I, and he's like, literally like, I miss you. And she just gets up and walks gets out. Up. Damn. It, it, it was like the title of an Elton John song, Cold as Christmas in the Middle of the Year in that room. Yes. She got up. She walked out. Even though Mrs. Reeves could have tended the baby, that was her out to get out of that room, get out of that situation. She just was like, yeah. Mrs. Reeves is in the pool house. Probably with Raul and Teresa. Um, Yes. (laughs) That was the original threesome. (laughs) Ooh. All right. Uh, And I believe we saw Raul the next scene because he's serving coffee. Oh, the, the next morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. You are correct. The next, the next morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they have made the gossip column of the paper. Serving coffee in a tux. Which I laughed it, so hard. It could, I was like, really? It just happened last Well, night. you know that the, the, like, the Ewing... Well, remember, mm-hmm. they used to have the morning edition and the evening edition, and things would happen like that, because there was no social media. And the, U- yeah. and the and Ewings had their own paper. private newspaper, it seems like, because they were just the center of attention. Yeah, everything. Right. Ewing arrested. cares about the Ewings. Yes. The, the, the Ewing Press Herald is what it was called. And I just think how Lucy was messing with them. Yeah, Lu- Lucy was all like, ooh, because Alan Bean was going to wipe JR's ass all over the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. If Jock Ewing hadn't uh, say, you know, come in between or all that stuff, he was. Like, you don't, no. you don't, you don't screw with Jock Ewing. 
You don't screw with jock strap. No, I would. I would not recommend. You don't it. screw with jock no. jock strap. You and. <laughs> Um, and then Jr. tries to speak to Sue Ellen, and her eyes could not possibly roll farther back into her head in that moment. Then I know, I know. Wish was she my sixteen year old son was watching? He was. My sixteen year old son was watching this episode with me, and he doesn't really watch Dallas, but he was watching it with me, and he was like, "I don't really know much about these characters." But I think Sue Ellen is my favorite character because I love how she just mm-hmm. walks into Good every boy. scene with a huge attitude. And I was like, yeah, high five. Like, <laughs> and Lin- yes. the, thing and with Lin- the-, the thing with Linda Good. is she always is able to tell an expression or just emote a scene with her eyes. Her eyes. No, yeah. no di- she doesn't need dialogue. She just needs her eyes. Like Donna Mills would do on Knott's Landing. The two of them... It's all about the eyes. This is Melanie's part. Wants to tell us about the LBT. Oh yes, yeah, because Mel- Melanie, we're at Jr. Calls, JR calls Dr. LB Sue Ellen's medical charity. Melanie, yes. how many how many times a week yes. is um, Sue Ellen going to? Three, making progress. So she it's a four step program. So she's down to three, and then she's going to two, one, and phase out. Unless she has set setbacks. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say set say sex. I thought you were going to say sex. <laughs> Unless she has sex with him. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but Doctor Elby is he, he is the most eligible, you know. <laughs> no, 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 I thought that was Alan. That's Alan, that's Alan Bean. No, he's he a douchebag. Right. So there's a difference between the most right. eligible prick, eligible douchebag. Got it. Ah, and then we go. How low is speaking of du- uh, douchebag Beam? He has that little kid. He pays the little kid to sign the nomination papers or the donation sheet. And he bribes him with a dollar. A dollar? One dollar. A dollar? Come on, man. Cheapskate, too. He's like, thank you. And I was going, he and Cliff would get him all. Yeah, no. uh, Yeah, but the the problem is they would be uh, fighting over who's paying for the Chinese food and who's not paying for the Chinese food. That's true. (laughs) Well, if, well, if I'm paying for the Chinese food, then you're only getting a spring roll. Uh. And then Lucy comes and she's like, "I have, I'm going to donate money," and she has a hundred dollar bill, and he's like, "Oh, that's a lot of money to donate." And I'm like, "To a political campaign, that a hundred dollars is a lot to contribute because I feel like when I've had politicians try to ask me for money, a hundred dollars was not a lot." No, that yeah, was not no, a lot. But and then he slides it under the thing so he can yes, pocket it because he's. Of course it does. Well, Cliff isn't stuff. really, it's almost not like an official campaign, is it? They're it's still not, trying to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, he has, that's like putting up all the student council, well, he is using student council posters. He put, <laughs> puts <laughs> them all up all, all over the high school, and then you go ask, oh, Joe, do you want to run for class president? We already have your posters up all over the school, but do you want to run? I don't know. Is this my nomination? Yeah. And we learned that we learned that Lucy has been grounded because she got three speeding tickets and she got taken home by the police the last time. Oh no, Lucy. Now here's my thing. She's 19, 20 years old at this point, and she's getting grounded. What? Girl, move that out. That was my thing. Uh, you're in I went, I went I went you're to a college. baseball game. With a couple of friends from work one time. One of them, at the time, he was probably in his 30s. And when he got home, he had been drinking at the game. When he got home, he got grounded for drinking. He was in his 30s. 
That's, that's when you need to say bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah. See you later. That's insane. That's insane. Heard of my house, my rules, but those exactly. after you're like an adult, those kind of turn into dude, I'm not charging you rent, but can you do some shit around here? Like, can you start dinner? Right. Can you, right. Because I, I, I had to move back in once. I did too. As, as did we all, probably. And it's it, it's not like, okay, you can live here for free, but dude, can you fucking, like, clean oh, some got, shit? No, I got in trouble. I had to let them know where I was going when I was coming back or if I wasn't coming back. I mean, I was what? 37 years old or... I, I moved home for like after my divorce. I moved home with my dad for two weeks because I had nowhere to go because I was like just I hear you. Yeah. And my dad, my stepmom were very strict on me. I had towels up and everything. She'd get pissed at all that. I know. So then I moved back out. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm a grown ass with two kids. I moved home from after college. We're not even in the middle of college. Like I came home from college for the summer. I stayed with my mom and then they were trying to like give me roles. And I was like, I don't think so. And then they were like, well, you should probably pay rent for living here. And I was like, if I'm going to pay rent, I am going somewhere else. Bye. Mm -hmm. And I never moved back in because fuck Melanie Swans in therapy. Therapy. Let's see. Um, I put she's pissed but she's coming into her own she loves mm-hmm. her son but now she's having a hard time showing him she can't trust anybody hmm. Sounds like me. definite trust issues <laughs> i want you to note the <laughs> exterior of dr elby's office now which is in downtown and by the end of the season in the beginning of next season it's the same office but the exterior is a completely different building it looks like it's on the outside of the city how do they mess that interesting up? Because I always remembered the the long office with her ugly station wagon parked outside. That was the famous mm-hmm. exterior okay. shot. This one was in a high rise in the middle of downtown. It was like a medical center. Weird. But the furniture, the but it's the same, same interior. interior. So that was yeah. Fuck up. That's what you get. With, that's, that's what, what that you was. get when you start watching these episodes and critiquing and writing notes. You pay mm-hmm. attention that's to true. every detail. That's true. Whoever edited that episode's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like a little bit earlier in the episode. I saw, you know, when Jock and Miss Ellie were in their room again, I'm sitting there going, ah, oh, it's JR and Sue Ellen's bedroom just made over with different furniture and shit. Is it? I didn't catch it. Yeah, but probably. It is. They only have so many sets. It is. Yep. They're like, we'll shoot it from this angle. No one will know. <laughs> it was the same. And you know what's funny is that when Ellie left the room to go check on the baby, I noticed that that door that she walked out of was JR and Sue Ellen's, like, in the earlier. Did you guys notice, like, in the first, I don't know, 10 or 15 episodes, like, that door that she walked out of was was the door that they exited the room with? And, like, it was the one that Pam opened and when Sue Ellen was packing her shit, you know, back in Black Market Baby. Okay. Like, she took, like, Ellie walked out. She walked, okay, she walked this way. <laughs> and this is the door that JR has been storming in and out of. But she went, like, uh-huh. into the bathroom. <laughs> oh. Does that mean you sense? Yeah. If you go back yeah. and look at it, it's the same set, but they're, like, walking in different And directions. it's weird in an... Much later in the series, there are a, it's not, this isn't spoilers because I'm not going to say what the context is, but there are, there's one scene I can think of with certain characters that takes place in Karen McKenzie's kitchen on Knott's Landing. 
And there's another set of scenes which take place in Valine's, Valine and Gary's house on Knott's Landing. So they are recycling. No, the exact same sets. Oh, okay. And people suspected that the staircase from Dallas ended up on the nanny. Interesting. I can see that because they were both CBS shows, right? Yeah, and they also suspected that the staircase and the dining room and the living room were similar to the South Fork one used in uh, Christmas Vacation. But that has not been confirmed or denied. Well, I wanted to go on about, yeah, Cliff is still not sure that he's ready to announced that he's running he was meeting with alan beam and going over the numbers in the book and it's these ten dollar and fifteen dollar donations and that's going to convince him to run and quit the olm please please you are a cheap little man please i mean if somebody dropped five thousand (laughs) dollars you know then you're you know it's like whoa my ears are going up some the top donation was a thousand dollars, but then I mean the grand total was probably a thousand fifty-five or something, you know. Right, right. But the numbers he fudged in the—did you see he fudged in the book when the little kid had donated the money? He wrote like fifteen dollars next or something. So, so they go, right. and little yeah. Joey walked from the other side of town from his. Uh, please, <laughs> you know, you were blowing smoke up Barnes's ass, and he's just stupid enough to believe you because he fell for the thing that was in the paper about the fight. Yes. He totally bought it hook, line, and yeah. sinker. Right. Which means that Cliff is falling. And when he mentioned that he didn't want to run for, wasn't sure, he brought up the botched abortion thing, or the, you know, the abortion. Right, he never yeah, gets uh, away. From the previous time yeah. he ran. And it's funny because after that episode in the book that we have here, the, you know, book on Dallas was a barbican. She said that uh, after he did not win when he was nominated um, with that whole scandal, that was the end of his political career. But now they're trying to get him to run. For, so it's politics is reemerging again. Yeah. And as Victoria Principal said, and I was watching a clip from, remember Return to South Fork, obviously, when they brought everybody back and Victoria came back and she was sitting there with Ken talking and she said that his character in the early part was based on a hybrid of Jack and Bobby Kennedy. It was all politics, mm-hmm. and so. Oh. But we've. And you can totally see that. Oh, in yeah. Early Cliff. Yeah, yeah. Do good or Cliff, Cliff. And when he was really trying to right. make a difference. But I feel like we've kind of are getting past that. Oh yeah, we're past that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he basically other way now. figures, oh, I run for this. Uh, I if I leave the OLM and I get this, become a thing, become con- congressman, then. Not only can I prevent the Ewings from drilling in Texas, I can influence and prevent them from drilling anywhere in the world. And you can see that's what his real motivation is. And I'm going to get Sue Ellen because I'm going to have power. Mm -hmm. And get Sue Ellen. And that's... Little does anybody know, she in therapy is discovering as if she didn't already know this before because she's told... She's told Jr. you know, believe it or not, I loved you when I married you, when he tried to accuse her of the same shit. And now Cliff is like, oh, I'm going to get her because I'm going to have all this money and this power. And it's like, you don't know what she's really, really yeah. all about beneath the surface, do you? Because she's sitting in therapy right now going, ah, and she, she, up, to, up, right. up till now, she doesn't know what she's all about either. And she's starting to pull, peel back the layers. That's mm-hmm. true. She's put on. But that actually, now that you're saying that, it reminds me of last episode with Digger mm-hmm. and Miss Sally. 
where Digger was like, I could mm-hmm. if I would have had all this stuff, we would have been together. And she's like, obviously, you don't know me at all because that's not why I was with him. Exactly. Why exactly. I- it wasn't all the material stuff. You liked your right. booze and you liked it back then and you couldn't. Yeah. You didn't have your shit together, Jock did. So. And Jock was in a position exactly. to help yeah. her da- her daddy save uh-huh. the ranch. From right, the, that's know, true. Mm-hmm. Cattle and the drought and the whole thing back with Great Depression. Like, Dust bowls. I yeah, she what did what she had to do. And she, she did who she had to do, too. And then I so. loved him. So. so Bobby is going back to Austin to uh, grease a few wheels here with the senators. He, yeah, threaten a senator. Yeah, threaten a senator. He wants, to, he wants to still go in the front door. He wants to do this the proper way. But he wants Pam to come Yes. With. But Pam... The, yeah, that's questionable. She wants... He wants her to go down so and watch him ruin her brother's career. Right. Nah, Bobby. Have a little... Nah. And, and my son had a lot to say about this scene. He was, he was like... He said, I think we're supposed to side with Bobby, but in this scene, he's really questionable because when Pam's like trying to explain why she doesn't want to take part in ruining her brother because it's still her brother and she loves him. And Bobby's all like, basically like, you don't understand, like, you just don't understand what the men are understanding about this situation. And that's exactly what my son said to me. He's 16. Uh, Yeah. He's picking up on it. Yes. Well, we've got to keep the show going for many more generations. You know, so. so then we learn that Harv Smithfield is at Ewing Oil or Enterprises or whatever the hell they want to call it this week. And Ewing Oil Company. And, and the partners are not happy with Alan's outbursts Outburst. towards a major yeah. right. source of Smithfield and Bennett. That's yeah, major client, client, Smithfield and Bennett. Yeah. I put they, they talk about firing or not firing beam. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's right. not fired. And, and JR, JR right. knowing that it's all a scheme is like, well, yeah, I, I can handle, I can handle. JR's like, oh. First of all, JR, you're <laughs> the entire charade <laughs> in the. In the restaurant, charade, 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 charade. was so. My nose is fretted. I'm sorry. Poorly acted. On Rotten Tomatoes, on Rotten oh, yeah. Tomatoes, how would we yes. rate that? Bad. Four point five. Yeah, that's an. It's another one of the acting things. Jr's acting. Like, oh no, I don't think that we should do that. I feel like he's being called on his shit, and he's like, oh fuck. Like I, I he's don't want to get Yeah. Yes, so he, he does. He talks his way out of it. Basically, he talk. He's like, yeah, no, no, no. Let's, let's. I'm gonna be nice. I'm Jr. I'm a nice guy. Right, I right. Him, I, I, I don't. Yeah, every guy who's ever said he's a nice guy is hey, sorry. Hey, Continue. hey, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> if you say you're a nice guy all the time, you're probably a dick. Uh huh. If you have to say, if you have to tell someone something like that, I'm a nice yeah. guy. I don't do drugs. Right. Well, then you're a mean guy and you're a fucking junkie. And you <laughs> have a meth- <laughs> and, and your yeah. name is Walter White and you have a meth lab in your basement. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Basically, I just finished watching like, that. What does that say? That meme or that saying, a lion doesn't have to tell anybody it's a lion? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. And now we have Cliff kicking the, kicking the tires with his political or his advisor or his OLM person or 
whoever he's walking the streets with, and who does he run into in the street of all play people? Oh, right. Suellen. Suellen. Suellen and Bradley, I think. And we're going to drink. Oh. We're going to drink right now to Suellen's hat. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. The hat from the airport has made its return. It's very 1930s looking. Mm-hmm. He's like, he it's should Eleanor be on, Roosevelt's. Um, uh, no. <laughs> it's very, like, broad brimmed, weird. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't like it. She's not getting sun on her face. Well, it's that, it's that Texas sun, y'all, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't blame her. I like a good a hat. A good hat. I like a good hat. I do too, but. Mm, and we are pushing so the much. very final we're we're close to the final almost in, into the final month plus of the 70s so the style the, mm-hmm. we are we are reaching the, yeah, the styles are gonna, the styles are going to shift we're going to have to have a little celebration yeah. as it turns the 80s can we yep can we um, the ice queen mode is being passed around here the, miss ellie was icy to jock and now Sue Ellen was then Sue Ellen's mm-hmm. cold to Jr. with uh, at the breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's she is cold to Cliff. It's Mister Barnes. She manages to crack a smile when right. she says that the baby's well, beautiful. I know, I like that. She she did crack. She's like, like she like, would know. She has to ask beautiful. Mrs. Reeves if the baby is beautiful or Pam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she knows, but she. I feel like. Like we've seen her do, and she's going in there, and she's looking at him like it's like like she told Doctor. Did, has she already told Doctor LB this part, or is it in the next uh, scene He's that in she's next. in? Well, okay. No, well, no, okay. wait, wait. The, the baby's a reminder <laughs> of uh, Jr. and Cliff well, using her. Okay. No. no, no. She has she has all oh, these that, incredible yes. feelings towards him, and she, she she loves her baby, but she doesn't know how to show him, and it's complicated. And it's not his so fault. It's very complicated. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she goes in there and she just looks at him and she's, I think, I feel like she's sitting there trying to figure out who he looks like. Deep down, I feel like she already knows and it terrifies her, but yeah, she's, she's looking for that, uh, there's like a little glimmer of hope. And I think that, she's yeah. also like, she's afraid to feel anything because she's so fragile. She's and so she, she's she afraid knows to feel. How, yeah, she knows how easily she can break if. It is mm-hmm. not treated correctly. Yes. And so she can't even really trust herself with her own son, which is so sad. Now uh, we're picking up um, we're picking up that lesbian vibe here. Muriel is on the scene again. Oh, my God. Muriel, her voice bugs me. Lesbian Muriel. She, she's covering for Lucy because Lucy wants to go to dinner with Alan. We'll go to dinner with Alan. Muriel. And Lucy's grounded, so she gets a... Uh, yeah. Lucy stages the whole thing where she gets Jock on the phone. Another yes. bad accident. And- <laughs> oh, Lucy is so obviously fake, and Jock and- is a sucker for her schemes. And what the fuck? Mr. Ewing. Total sucker. And we have, uh, yeah, but we have one of the references here to Jock calling, Jock calls Muriel sweetheart. I mean, listen to some of the names that the men drop on their women in this episode. So well, that's a southern thing, but still, honey, baby, sugar, sugar. Is that even no. a well, let, people you don't know that well? Yeah, yeah it does. Like okay. the man in the gas station today called me sugar. I guess. Hey, honey, what can I get for you? Well, well what did Alan refer to Lucy later? What do you call it? Call her my my little girl or something like that? Yeah, that's creepy. I was just no, <laughs> just no. Well, Alan is creepy. It doesn't matter what he says; he's creepy. 
He did say that, Josh. He said, because I wrote that down and I was like, that's weird. He's like, yeah, said, my, good, you're little my good little girl. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, we have some dom stuff going on in there, huh? That's like pedophile. And then that loud. Yeah. Oh, she is of age. She is and of that age, loud sound like, later when right. JR slaps Kristen's backside, you could hear that <laughs> slapping her ass thing. <laughs> now. Mary Crosby didn't want him to do that several episodes ago. So, do you think it was right. just a sound effect? Probably. Maybe. Okay. Probably. Or she's just gotten. <laughs> or she's just gotten to know Larry better, and she trusts him. Yeah. And knows they're like a family or something the now. More, right. right. Yeah. Because she was young. You think about it. Like he is. He's like forty-eight, and she's nineteen. In real life. Right. Yeah. That could be her dad. Super creepy. Yeah, she, Most of you don't know him very well, you know? Yeah. She was mm-hmm. a year younger than his daughter, so yeah. Yeah, that's Ooh. creepy. Yeah. yeah. I know, right? Every time yeah. I see them, I think I even wrote it down. Barf. Yeah. JR we, we can barf. We have plenty of time to barf over them this uh So Muriel covers an uh, eight PM dinner with Alan at uh Fernando's. And that's that's Fernando. Isn't she, isn't she in college? She's grounded? Why don't you live yeah. on campus? But also, I want to say, get out of the house, get away from those people. That's true. She should live in the dorms. But also, here's another thing that she's bad at, and she doesn't get caught. But everyone is another. bad at hiding shit. She's okay. She has Muriel lie mm-hmm. for her. Jock cannot even be out of the room because those rooms. I mean, and then she immediately there's a doorway. He calls Alan, and she's all like, "Hey, I can get out tonight." And like, he has to be within earshot. You're bad at it. Jock is old, though. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on all around me with these kids. He obviously didn't catch her, but God. I was hoping he would. So, <laughs> yeah. Did he go into Cliff's house? Are we, and sorry. he, uh, what was he, splurging on the wine there? He's Wait, he's bringing a wine for, for his drunk dad. For his drunk dad. <laughs> I wrote that down. And if he, he never said what he never said what he was making, but did y'all see that he had the so walk out? So can we count that as him eating yeah. Chinese food? Making Chinese food. Yeah, I think he was making it he had all kinds of other I, there's a walk. He was right reheating it. He had that big <laughs> knife, a big cleaver. Like it's mm-hmm. even cheaper to make it at home. Maybe he was reheating that is it. I am going to bring up next time. We walk. have it yeah. has to be <laughs> this thing has to be from the seventies. It has the that style of art on the cover and it's a thin paperback thing it's the chinese cookbook and it's real thin and has all the chinese recipes mm. in it and if you look i have it downstairs in the do you have it in the other side of the house and it looks like it's that. out of the 70s just the way it, oh it has to be i'm sure it is because whatever that's never like oh, the like fondue it. pots and the walks were like real big i remember it's like 81 my mom got a walk she's like yeah and they, and and they, and they had those those and as, and they had those Polynesian supper yes. clubs and everything like that back in the seventies and all that. Where the my mom's version of Chinese food was lechoy. That le, those Ew. cans of do you ever get that like lechoy thing? And then she would just like you eat it. you you pour it out and you pour it out and it's coag- yeah. coagulated all together. Oh, it's like it's like yes. I thought that was Chinese food until I was. It's like, like when you dump out the cranberry food. sauce out of the can. Yeah. And it still has the grooves of the can on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, now, I like I like cranberry sauce as canned. However, canned Chinese cranberry sauce has to be whole berry homemade because I make it. 
and I make it, I, ne- I, ne- I never make it the I same way twice. I always use different yeah. fruits and I, I use fruit juice instead of water and I tinker with the sugar amounts and stuff. And my, and my uh, sister right is insulting because she has like to eat it out of the can. And I go, that's, I go, that's cranberry well, like jelly, cane, not cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. It's just a it's cranberry sludge. Yeah. I can make, I can make awesome homemade egg rolls. Oh, I'm coming. I'm, we're going yeah. over her house. Like from scratch. I love them. So, so Cliff, Cliff's, Cliff's splurge, Cliff's okay. bringing a wine for his drunk father, which is really wonderful. And, I thought uh, that was weird. yeah, he still wants Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen doesn't really love him is what yeah. Pam says. Right. right. And she's trying to and lay it straight to him. Yeah. You know, but he's not hearing and it. Then he he tips Clint, Pam nope. off that about Southeast Asia, the, the oil leases. He, he brings that up because he's in the know because uh, he knows yes. what's going on you know, in state, out of state, that sort of thing. And where is that money coming from to buy these things? Cliff loves to just needle Bobby and Pam's relationship, I can tell. Of course he does. Right, right. Because he does. He right, because now, now he's saying so. He's it, yeah. It. Bobby lied to you. That was just like, go home and fight your man. Go home and fight him. <laughs> right. Cliff. Yep. Yeah. So she's pissed. She's she's mortified thinking Bobby lied. And of course, she's just immediately goes off on that. Like doesn't even question him. You know? Right. Because that, I mean, but that's coming later. But you can just yeah. see her immediately. Be like, Rah. yeah. Because then we jump to the restaurant with Lucy at Fernando's yep. meeting. Lucy and, and Ellen, where she is dressed like right. she is going to Studio Fifty Four. Her side pony and everything. Side pony with like matching hair, like ponytail and outfit. She's ready to disco dance. And Alan is Alan is so cheesy. So cheesy. Disco dance. And it it, was it. Trying to remember if it if it was here or later when you can see a little bit of a rug popping out of the top it's, of the shirt. I think it's here and another thing, <laughs> which, but then you see all of it. Which we have come thing. up with a name here. Instead I, of a bear skin rug, we're going to call it a beam skin rug. There you go. Yeah. A beam yeah. skin but rug. But we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll dissect, we'll dissect yeah. the forest. And then, yeah, so then they're talking about like, oh, maybe this isn't a great idea, like, to be seen together, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, Maybe, you know, why do we have to tell anyone? And then he's like, yes, it could be our little secret. And he makes a sound so creepy when he that's says That's what he says. That's my good little girl. What? It's like the priest and the, the Ooh, altar boy or the, or, the, or the episode of the different strokes where Dudley goes to uh, Gordon Chump at the bicycle shop. Oh. <laughs> that makes yes, me so you can watch on You can watch oh. on Stars, by the way. If you have stars, you can. you can go watch it on demand. Yeah, they have like every episode of Different Strokes on there. And so after we talked about what it- What episode is it? Two weeks ago. All the, oh, the episode we're talking about is the very special episode where um, the, bicy- the, the bicycle shop- Played by Gor- Gordon guy Played by Gordon kidnaps Jump. Dudley yeah. Arnold. Yeah. But so, but where I can look for it, like, is it like season two or is it season three or well, I'll be able I can, to figure I can it get out. back to you. I posted it on our group and the Ewing Barbecue Damn. group a while back, have you, but I will, okay. I'll find it have and you let s- you know. I think have you like seen, a, have you seen on YouTube where they, I want to watch it. have you seen on YouTube where yeah, they do I the it. It mini versions where they have the narrator going through the episode, a very special episode. It's uh, it's like a funnier, funnier die no. type of thing. And no. they did, he basically does the one where Dudley got, molested by the and you, you oh. just have to look it up on there and just 
It is. That's but every, bad every special episode of every show that they do, this person basically is commentating on the bullet points of the episode. There's the one where uh, where yeah. Punky Brewster and they when the space shuttle blew up. Uh, that one, yeah. The Challenger. Yeah. The Challenger. Yes. That was Aaron's birthday, Mary, January twenty eighth. Wait, who, who's, whose birthday is this? Whose birthday is January twenty eighth? Her friend Aaron. My friend Aaron. She shares a birthday with Elijah Her Wood. Frodo. I was my mine's the nineteenth of January, but I was having a belated like birthday um, slumber party. So I that day I was making little invitations to my slumber party. And that's and I, you're like, I remember coming out of gym class and the Spanish teacher like, going, oh, did you hear the space shuttle blew up? And she'd tell me this in the cafeteria and she said it just like that. And I'm going, no, that didn't happen because you wouldn't be saying it like that. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a punchline <laughs> here. It's like it. you're telling me a joke. But no, the space shuttle blew up. Yeah. Well, that's I'm sure basically I've seen how 9-11 was announced to us. They didn't uh, believe it at first, really. A space like, How old were you in 2001? 15. I was 15. Mm. And when the Challenger blew up, I was a fetus. fetus. Gotcha. I was a fetus. (laughs) (laughs) I was a fetus. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) So as Ellen goes, um, Lucy is, well, Lucy is basically. Let's go home. He, 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 Lucy's pushing it. Well, he, he's giving her all, he thinks that she's only interested in him because it, pisses JR it would piss JR off or because he stands up to JR. Which is true. Which is she true. she was getting a little moist that at the uh, during that fight. And Boop. Boop. here she is again. What she you saw it with Ray. You saw it with Guzzler. What is her pattern here? Older creepy older dudes. Creepy. Older men. Older, <laughs> creepy, flirty. Older dudes. Because she's so desperately but seeking she's a father got figure, daddy right? Issues. Yeah, she's got yeah. How many of the ranch hands sure. do you think she has been with off the side that we don't know about? Probably a lot. It was oh, too much for cable TV in that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I'm surprised she was. I'm surprised. Was it? Was it? Was it? <laughs> it's true. There's an- <laughs> it was it. It was like the plug in the wall. <laughs> I'm surprised she wasn't by Luke Midden's father's hospital bed when he's recovering from the uh, the 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 the. Uh, Oh, there wasn't time. There wasn't time. Yeah, the the, the nope rope wasn't. <laughs> I say that every day. But the next day, Danger Lucy girl. is happy at South Park. She comes like skipping out she of the got house. Laid. She got laid, and she's in this like shiny vest. And she's continuing <laughs> her lie to Jock, saying, "Oh yeah, Muriel did re- is going to do really well on the test today." Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she's going she, overboard. She, she did, so did Bobby well. call her cutie as she walked by <laughs> towards her car? That is that is know. another one of those. Know, maybe yeah. my list of little creepy names that guys were calling the girls in this episode. Mm-hmm. But that's her his niece. He can yeah, call her just, cutie. He can get away with that shit. My uncle calls me monkey legs, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> monkey legs all right i'm monkey legs and he's lizard lips we've said it since i was a little okay my dad's brother they look like twins seriously i'll tell you and he'd say who's your favorite uncle and i said you and he's like who's the prettiest girl in the world and i go me <laughs> That's, That's we so still do cute. it i'm 41 years old and we still do the same routine every time we see each other Aww. even at my dad's That's funeral i was just thing. on a i was just on a kick of creepy names 
creepy ways guys refer to the girls and, and, and it's creepy. Show, showing um, that showing that male chauvinism thing honey there. sugar we have very specific categories of that men and other people whoever i don't know fall into on what is creepy and what is not yeah and it depends on how well we know you and how comfortable we are with you and the man so the he can't, he can't come up and slap your ass like jr slap kristen's ass Exactly. Oh hell no! I'll not, no, not somebody. No, but he can call me sugar. Yeah, sugar. I mean, I, I giggled it off, but I didn't. I I'm not. I'm not cool with that. But I wasn't raised with that either. I, I, so, I, I didn't like. I didn't like John Carl Ariel sweetheart. I mean, he's not her. She's not his granddaughter. It was just kind John, of like that's another. Yeah. Another another person's child, and it's yeah. Uh, I guess it's all. Well, it is. It is a cultural thing. I but it is. I, well, you that's live in, why we're never mind. You you live oh, in Massachusetts now. How many times have you heard somebody say, "Okay, call somebody else dear"? Yes, dear. Well, we I, I, I know someone idea? that refers to people as old boy. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, and they call me old boy. I go, don't call me old boy. I'm, I'm not old. I'm not. I'm not boy. I'm not. It, it just sounds demeaning when they refer to you as old boy. Uh. It's old yeah. school, and it's very. It's okay. I'm only saying this because Maine used to be part of Massachusetts like 200 years ago, before the Missouri Compromise. Yes. Oh, actually, it was 200 years ago that Maine annexed from Massachusetts. Thank you very much. But right, no, that's something to I always ba- to balance out Missouri coming in as a uh, slave state. Oh God. That's your little history lesson out there, oh, folks. God, I do not condone. But yeah, no, that's something I heard <laughs> all the time growing up. How you doing today, dear? Yeah. All right, Dia. 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 So Bob, Bobby comes up to the uh, uh, breakfast area, and Jock. Um, Got it. Bob, Bobby's talking about how he prefers to go. This is where we've. I've been saying it throughout this podcast. Bobby prefers to go in the front door to deal with the politicians and get Cliff out of the OLM, you know, above board. Jock goes, "Well, we're going to go around." J- you, you do that. You go to the front door. Jock, JR and I will go to the back door. Bobby's not. Bobby really doesn't want that. So Jock says, well, politics is like ranching. You want to get the job done? You got to get your hands dirty. That's right. That's right. Oh, Jock. Yeah, he's like, Bobby's like, hey, let's do things legal and stuff. And Jock's like, yeah, nope. I prefer to be super questionable in my business practices. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> get you got to get your hands dirty if you want to get things done. So. And then Pam is pissed at Bobby. She's a little snarky. So was yeah, your trip to... He's uh, basically like, what now? To ruin my brother's life. The, yeah. the, line, the line that really goes, so was your trip a success? Did you ruin Cliff's career? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's like, Christ's sake, like we already went over this. And she's like, no, we didn't. They're lying to me. Just tell me the trade. You just tell me the trade, and I'll be. I was like, yeah, he has no, that, seven times. No, that, that was a little later because right here, she oh, brings yeah. up the whole thing about Southeast Asia. Yeah, and he's like, "What?" And the look on his face is one of, "I'm hearing this for the first time." Right. Like, what are you talking about? What? And she's like, "Bullshit! I'm sure you knew all about it. And you what? and your brother." Because you're 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 Ewings, so you're you must have Ewings. Known. Right. Right. And then Lucy is deciding to sort of like stalk Alan. I think she's going to try to like surprise him. Like, she wanted, hey, she wanted to su- surprise him at the surprise yeah. him at the campaign headquarters and yeah. give him a li- give a, give him a little saki saki under the table there uh, at the campaign desk. 
and maybe drop another hundred in his trousers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so she's like, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Alan's peeling out. <laughs> Shit. Right. right. And then there's a really long car montage that's happening in this part. <laughs> All I've seen. I like that 70s background music. She's playing Inspector Gadget. Yeah. I'll get you, Dr. Claw. What's she doing? She's like, Dr. Claw, I'll get you, get It's time, Gadget. Dr. Claw. She's just like, Oh, and she sees Alan with JR. They're oh, both smiling wow. and shaking hands. Oh, fuck. He's been duped. Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. So she he's on the payroll. And here's a drink name because when she puts dun, it in reverse, dun, 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 dun. her car goes, Oh, it's so a drink. Oh, oh. It's not just Pam and Sue Ellen, it's Lucy, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't now think Lucy's. I don't think Lucy's wagon, uh, Sue Ellen's wagon, could make that noise. Oh, it can. It can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're back at Doctor so Elvis. Yeah, if Dusty is shifting her gears right, then uh, oh. <laughs> that really grinds my gears. <laughs> so Sue Ellen's pissed, and she's she's just having a lot of feelings. I feel after running into Cliff, and she's mad. She's mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Oh yeah, she's pissed, like hatred yep. pissed. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I think I hate him. Oh yeah. And, and he's like, "Are you sure? Because there's she's... a lot of like passion coming out for someone who you're." And she's just like, "No, no." I'm like okay. That yeah, there was emotion spilling there. I was like, "Whoa, so she's 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 feeling yeah. something." Yeah, I think she doesn't. I want second, to I second that emotion. I second yeah. that. Um, and she just yeah she can't even think that his feelings towards her might be real because then that will probably make her feel more things that will make her vulnerable so she just is believing that he's only he was only ever um meaning bad things by their affair towards her right that he only wanted her because he didn't want her he wanted what jr had right so she was just um, happened to be what Jr. Which I, had. So, which I don't think. And if if J, I mean if if Jr. had a golden retriever, would Cliff want the golden retriever? Maybe, I don't know, but I, and I, I think that he has genuine feelings for her. That's just my own personal opinion. I think he actually has genuine feelings for her. I think, like I said, I think at the very very beginning, his goal was to do that with her to piss Jr. off. I think he fell in love with her. I don't think he's ever fallen out of love with her. And while we still don't know whose child it is, that especially fuels his fire because he thinks that's my son. Like, mm-hmm. And Melanie says for the last time, it's not Ray's child. So no, it's not Ray's child. Damn it. <laughs> so we only have two choices then, right? Yep. Okay, how far is it till we find out? I can't remember. Few- it's like two two episodes we have to go to paternity test. No, maybe maybe four. Maybe four or five. We're, get, we're getting there. Well. Okay, that's one of my favorite episodes. By, oh, maybe yeah, by the early eighties, we'll know. <laughs> yes. yes, John Ross. John Ross is maybe six or seven months old when they find out. Little John. Yeah, I, I mean he's older. I think that they had baby to wait John. till a baby was six months old to do a proper blood test for paternity, mm-hmm. and Ooh. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> perfect. 
All right. Now, so we now, are you gonna... just, now you just scrape the cheek and go you spit in the tube and boom, you boom, 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 boom. Right. You're doing amazing. These days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now, now we've turned into you a know, PI show again where Bobby's going to try to be a PI. Yeah. With I'm, his sitting there, I'm sitting there. He's, he calls the first person and then he's crossing these things out. And I'm sitting there going, okay, this scene is really stupid. Uh, what is where? What is it? What's the payoff going to be here? What are we? What? Come on! What are we looking for? Come on! Let's get to the point. And then, Roy. And that dumbass falls yeah. for it the first try. He's like, you know, bills, even though, just get yeah. right in, like. So yeah, Bobby Ewing, PI, is back. He's going to give Starsky and Hutch a run for their money. That's right. <laughs> and honestly, he's not bad at it. He he maybe he would have been a good PI instead of an oil man, you know? Yeah, and maybe if they were if that. they were entertaining oh. ideas for spin-off, we had Bobby Ewing detective or PI. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we had Bobby Ewing therapist because he cured Lucy's pill problem with, with one right. speech. <laughs> like yeah, like 5 minutes. Right. <laughs> And wait, wait a later and uh, later on, he'll 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 have a few other different careers, I'm sure too, uh, if if he keeps going at this route. Yeah, <laughs> he's got so many hidden talents. Bobby goes snooping through Jr.'s office, looking at his appointment book, and then Kristen comes over and he says, "Oh, Jr., come back to the office." And no, Bobby's like, "Oh, I'll catch him at home." And after he leaves, Kristen's like, "That's what you think." <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, "That's, That's what you think." So all I have for the next scene is Lucy Muriel. Lucy is a bitch. That's all Lucy, I have. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy, she's a total bitch. Lucy she wanted something. Muriel. She used her. Now she's mad about what happened. So yes. she's being a bitch to Muriel, and she did nothing. She could have just told Muriel what happened, and I feel like an asshole. And I don't like going to a party tonight. I love you. I'm sorry. That's it. But instead, she was like, "No, I don't want to go anywhere." I'm like, "You're a fucking bit whore." Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a bitch. She's using Muriel. I feel bad. She's a shitty friend, honestly. Yeah, she's a horrible yeah. friend. And remember a lot of this bitchiness later on, and her her attitude. Because I'm going to write this down and bring it up several seasons down the road with some wasted opportunities for her character. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. There's a lot yeah. of wasted opportunities. Yeah, there there are a lot of wasted opportunities. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. Lucy interrupt, uh, goes over to Alan's. How did she know where? Oh yeah, that's right. They went back to his place. Right? Yeah, yeah. She already fucked him on the first day. I didn't say that in. I'm sorry. He, he, he already tapped her field. Oh, and like a half hour into the first date for the love of God. She's like, let's go home. And she's like, okay. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Totally. Let's go. Dumbass. <laughs> Sort of punch her in the face. Right. <laughs> and she, she's sitting there ringing that bell buzzer. It's like, me, me, I know. It was like, me, me, me. it was like seeing a white female. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, maybe they'll just go away if I don't answer. But nope, she's never going away. Nope. As as they learned at South Fork, she has not gone away. She's not. Gone. <laughs> they ignore her, and she's still there. She's still there. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe she'll go find her parents and just go live with them somewhere else, please. <laughs> and so Lucy confronts Alan uh, and she figures, she says, oh, so you're on j payroll and blah, 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 and all this. And she gets pissed and storms off. Pouts He's off. Weirdo. Yes. After. But everything was a setup. You're a liar. I think my favorite part of this scene 
was when he's like, Lucy, come back. And he's whispering, yelling, but he can't yell because his girlfriend is on the other side of the door. So he's like, Lucy. And he's come back. But he, nobody can hear him. He's like, whisper. I know. He goes, I can explain. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> oh, that scares me so bad. Oh my god, I was I was la- I was laughing. It was hilarious. I know. I, 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 all, all I could think of was Lucy, my precious. <laughs> and I know we've already we've already talked about this, but Alan's girlfriend in the apartment, Betty Lou. What's her, but what's her real name? Laura Johnson from Falcon okay. Quest. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> She played. She played Cliff Robertson's wife on Falcon Quest. She had a lot of meaty acting for like just like cameo on an episode. Like she got like a crying scene, and she had a whole lot to yeah. do. I felt like she did pretty good too. Right, she did. I, she was really good. Yes, she was, and that's probably why they hired her on Falcon Quest uh, because she was probably. good at what she did. I tried to watch Falcon and, Quest yesterday because I've never watched it, and it's a dollar ninety nine an episode on Amazon. Is there anything I can watch it on for free? Um, I, I don't know it. if the Daily Motion videos are still there or not. Through the they took a lot of those down. They took all the Dallas. Yeah. Down. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll pay for them, but I just want to watch like one or two and see if I like it, and I'll just buy the whole season. I know I'm watching. Uh, I'm now I'm almost over halfway through season eleven of Knots Landing. I got to look for something after that's over. Thirteen Maybe reasons why. If there's any um, uh, Falcon Crest groups somewhere because they might be able yeah. to like point you in the direction of how to watch it. Hmm. Or I could just go buy the DVDs. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. cheaper than Amazon oh, because. True. Yeah. Oh, I can go on. Um, Laura Johnson. She was on uh, eighty episodes of Falcon Crest, hmm. and she was on three episodes of Dallas. Betty Lou Barker. That's it, Betty Lou Barker. Okay. Any relation to Bob? Did she get to go to the prices right when she was little? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but the way that Ellen Beam broke up with her, I was like, dump his ass. He's an opportunist. Like all the the shit he said to her. That was. It was god awful. He's a prick. It was fucked up. I know. And he's like, but you know, I love you. I'm like, what? He's literally like thinking out loud this whole time. Like, you know what? He's, I think I'm gonna break up with this you. Is a great like, opportunity. I'm gonna break yeah. up with you, and I'm gonna use that Ewan girl to get <laughs> ahead. Like, but yeah. it's for us, right? She's like, no, no, no. I'm out. This is not okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not playing that game. But she has two more episodes. If she's in three episodes, so let's see where. That's true. Where her head is at. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. JR is startled by the beeper while he's with Kristen. What the hell is that? He has a beeper. <laughs> also, barf. Barf? JR and Kristen. Every time I see them, oh, yeah. barf. It is gross. But yeah. he, he has such chemistry with Mary Crosby that. I was I was cracking up about his beeper though. I bet that was pretty state of the art in 1979. I mean, I thought it was state of like the, the art rotary. in 1979. Just, just like the like the just f- like the rotary phone <laughs> of the car. <laughs> right, like the rotary phone of the car. 
Hang on, I'm gonna page my beeper. <laughs> and if if you didn't if you did a nine on the on the rotary phone, it was a longer. <laughs> if you did a one, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we had we had a rotary phone in the garage for the longest time, and I always I don't know why I went into the garage sometimes to make phone calls because it was so much fun. <laughs> She just did it to hear the noise, and then she no, would hang up. I just did it. For, I and just, then she would hang up on the person. <laughs> oh, no, I just wanted to hear the phone. <laughs> no, like if I had to call my grandmother or somebody, this is before they lived there, I'd go into the garage, and I'd pick up the phone. I'd be like, rotary phone, rotary phone, rotary phone. Because <laughs> by the time I was 12, I was starting to babysit, and I had the money to pay for my own oh. landline. So I didn't need the rotary phone then. Yeah. It's like people... I had one voice uh, message that was uh, the announcer of the Red Sox, and it was personalized because he was selling personalized voicemail greetings for the Jimmy Fund in Boston for children's cancer. And people would call my phone just to hear the voicemail greeting. And if I ever answered the phone, Mm -hmm. they got pissed at me because they didn't want to talk to me. They just wanted to hear the announcer. Pam and Bobby can't sleep. No, really? When has that happened before? Because they're in a fight again a lot. Right. But she wants Bobby to tell her the truth. But when she was pregnant and had her issues, she wasn't ready to tell the truth. Pam is a big hypocrite. They have a terrible marriage. I'm just going to say it. It's not a great marriage. It's not as great as everybody thinks it is. Because, you know, know. it's all about. Sue Ellen's on the outside looking in, going, oh, I wish I was like them. No, you don't. Well, Not really? Oh, only from the aspect that you know they they probably get laid every night or most of the more often than well, Jr. and Sue probably. are with each that's other. Probably, that's probably true. But man, they are fighting constantly. It seems but, like. because of the communication, they don't talk. But he finally just right. talk, you dumbass people. Finally, finally said, "I have no idea. I had no idea, and I'm gonna find out." Right. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay then. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was over like that. Right. He's like, he reiterated what he said the first time. And she's like, oh. Which brings us to Bobby telling JR the next morning, I want to talk to you when we get into the office. He's like, hmm, sounds serious. And then, <laughs> then he fakes that phone call to Harv Smithfield. That was smart there. They are schooling so, Lucy now. Right. <laughs> Which means, because he tells them, he tells the non-existent Harv Smithfield on the other end of the phone <laughs> to fire Alan Beams. Which means now they have to go fire Alan Beam from Harv Smithfield right. and Bennett. I was just saying that it was smart. Like the whole phone call thing. I thought, I thought yeah. it was smart. And Lucy's just too dumb. She falls right for it. <laughs> right. But that puts JR in the position of now having to have Harv Smithfield Go back on what he said to Harv about not firing him. Now he has to have him fired to be a person of his word. Hey, you need to fire him, but not really. We need to just make it look like he's fired. But he's fired, but he's not really fired. But don't ask any questions why. (laughs) Right. Uh But you can't ask why. So then uh, Bobby confronts Yeah, and we have J.R. tells Kristen to dump his stuff in his office. Just leaves the bag and the the briefcase and the hat. And Bobby's got a bigger office than I thought he did. I just got, I never realized it up till now. It's like JR has to walk through this door and then turn, turn the corner. The, yep. Yeah. And there's this 
big ass office and there's little brother Bobby sitting there and he's like, what's up, Bob? And Bobby's like, hey, about these Asian leases, man. Why didn't you? And I'm sitting there thinking, the fuck? why didn't you just, <laughs> when you were out hunting, dove hunting, and they're joking about a, drilling in Asia and how it was a good idea, why didn't you just drop just it there? Because he could have got in trouble, oh, but it would have been everywhere to done. Mess of a... Because he's an idiot. It's for for Why him. Keep for saying, him. How are you paying for it? Because for Jr., it's all about knowledge is power. If he has the knowledge and he doesn't share it, he has the power. He yeah. always wants to have one over on somebody. Right. Always doesn't matter who it is. Right. It it could be the dog catcher. You know, I mean, just. So he cops to everything in this, what? except for he will not tell Sorry. Bobby how he's funding it. That's the only right. thing he's, he's, he's skirting around it. And Bobby says, I am going to find out. And yeah. we know P.I. Bobby always finds out what he wants. And Jared mm-hmm. says, I'm taking a risk. I'm trying to save the company. That's how that is ever. Like it, the uh, call. Mortgage and everything we got. <clears throat> yeah. Mort- mortgage yeah. to the hilt. Yeah. Yep. If we brought in Kevin Nealon as Mr. Subliminable from, from Saturday Night Live to play JR, he'd be, yeah, I'll do that with Morgan as this hope. As. <laughs> Yeah. So the next scene is my favorite. First, we see the we see the exterior, and it turns up later in Dallas as somebody else's apartment building. We're not. I'm not going to say because it would. Spoiler. Can you you give me a clue? Uh. No. Problem. What are the first two letters of those words? yeah, um, but on Knott's Landing, it was Peter Hollister's apartment. That exterior. Hmm. hmm. So, NP. And, um, I, I just want to say that I think it's bullshit that the dean of students uh, gave some random dude Lucy's schedule. No, I know. So that they that's could, messed up. Oh, so you yes. Could, she's like, so how did you find, find me? And he was like, yeah. He's like, like oh, a, I just asked the dean of students. Like, what? Fuck you, 1979, that that would happen, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now, with all these school yeah. shootings and everything that go on, it's... And that, yeah, that I'm would be so against the law. And when I, I mean, was I guess le- they also went through people's hospital records, so w- there was no privacy back then. Right. And when, when I was let go from the school that I worked at, actually, seven years ago today, it's also the anniversary of my high school graduation today, uh... Man, my grandmother died 12 years ago today. Oh, I just had my... See, it's the yin and the yang. Um, June 4th sucks. I'm just going right. to declare it. And yeah, my, But it was also my last day of high school in 2004. So. Yeah. Uh, no, it was 2003. I mean, ah, June 3rd. <laughs> 2003, yes. Yeah, so the, 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 the friggin' creep gives gives out the information to the... the yeah, what the heck? This is 1979, as you said, so... And it seems like Ellen's trying to come up with a like some lie, and she's just like, "No, no, no, it's fine. It's all, all. Don't even worry about it. I'm a chump. I'm a chump. So whatever." Mm-hmm. Once you and I'm horny, right. so let's go fuck. And once you move into the '80s with things like the Adam Walsh kidnapping and the you know, oh, all those all those all those things yeah. that start happening and 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 the, and the and the killers and all yes. these things. Stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Then you're starting. Then no. you start to shift away from a dean or somebody at a school giving out this information. 
Right. Yeah. You think it would have like struck them before now? It's like privacy. Don't don't give shit to people who don't need to have it. Right. Yeah, you would think so, but <sighs> right. But it's <laughs> Dallas, and it's 1979. <laughs> so right, you're not going to walk into the uh, public school here now and go, "Hey, Betty Smith in the fifth grade. I need her information because we have to ask her some questions." They're going to be like. <laughs> Okay. Get the hell off First the property! All, you're not going to have you're not going to have a Betty in the fifth grade right now, so that's that's, just, that's the first true. thing. Actually, uh, all the all the old names are back. There's a all like because I have kids in school, hmm. and all, really old names are like the cool names. Like my at my son's old school, there were two two kids named Otto. Otto. What? Hmm. Yes. Like the we older have the seven old names. names that you you think are not Otto Otto yeah. Preminger, but Betty's big huh. because it's a big like Betty Page. There's a you know people my age love the Betty Page, so I, Betty's back. My friend Beth, Betty that, Boop. Um, well, her real name was Elizabeth. We called her Betty in school, just mm -hmm. just as like a joke. Just hey Betty, you know. Hey Betty. She's always she's always been Beth. Hey Betty. She's always been Beth, but. I mean, Betty was like, I don't know. It was like, you know, calling name. somebody Karen or Linda or right. Brenda. Right. My mom Brenda is Marilyn, or Kelly is or like, Donna or... <laughs> yes, so all of those 90210 people. Right. Mm -hmm. Andrea. I love that show too. <laughs> okay, so we're at Alan's apartment. So we're at, we're at Alan's chest rug. Yeah, Alice the, the, the beamskin rug. It's just horrible. The beamskin rug. It's it's too it's, much. It's too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to body shame anyone, but come on. Like, did he have those implants? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a lot. It it was. I got it, it was. This. Yeah. You guys, might, you guys might know this better than I, but um, just from things I've heard and some things I've seen. Body hair removal wasn't really a thing until kind of recently, right? Yeah, no, men, nev yeah. men never yeah. did it. Men Especially yeah. men. My dad had tons of hair. I mean, yeah. he looks like El Chapo. So. <laughs> this I mean, is he does. Like, that, he did. that concept is foreign to me. I'm like, ew, ew, ew. people are like, oh, it's natural. I'm like, no, no, mm -hmm. want it gone. <laughs> I don't really know if my brother's hairy. Randolph Powell, he is 70 uh, years old now. I'm trying to see if they're all I have on here is Lucy meets with Alan again. She's so dumb, fooled again. Lucy does it <laughs> with Alan again, dumb ass bitch. He's laying it on so thick, it's disgusting. He's cheesy. And then I said it ends with Lucy with a stupid grin. That's and my I, whole notes. Yeah. I put he's not lying about the last part, and I'll be damned if I can remember what the last thing he said was. Oh, wow. He was like, hey, I can't see myself without you or something. Like something like oh, real. It was yeah. something beneficial right. to him, and she's like, swoon. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's what she her. wants to hear, and he knows it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I wrote okay. that Lucy is so desperate for anyone to pay attention to her that she'll fall for anyone, and it drives me insane. It drives me crazy. Thank you. Crazy. Yeah, Lucy, she's got these issues that she likes. That wasn't my Seriously, dog. She needs to be in therapy with Sue Ellen. <laughs> that, yes. Maybe, like, Sue Ellen could bring uh, Lucy, like, his card, Dr. Elby's card, and be like, here, maybe, maybe. Go she, knows, she needs five days a week. Friend, 
bring a friend to therapy day. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she needs it five days a week. The one in the red shirt in our um, – I just sent this to the Ewing Barbecue on Facebook. The one in the red shirt is Randolph Powell now at 70 years old. Wait, what? That's Alan Bates? That is. It kind of looks like him. It d- okay, yeah, that's definitely well, he's him. a handsome man. We should that's post him. this in the group. There's an article that it came from about him. He's recognizable. Is he is he an architect or something? Um, that is him. Look at that grin on his face. That's him. That's Alan Beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has the eyebrows. Those eyebrows. Yeah, they kind of yeah. go like this. Like they're like this uh, way. Yeah, yeah, they're like kind of almost like a burnt brow a little bit. Yeah, how weird is that? Um, I don't like to see people get older. There's the article that's attached to it about what he's doing now at 70 years old. Oh. So, just a little off camera. Actor leads oh. fundraising for theater. Yes. Oh. Well, here's the you, Alan Bain, chest <gasps> hair. You, Alan Mason Bain. City, Iowa. Oh, this is from 2005, Josh. Well, hmm. it's it's yeah, it, and he was 55 then. Right. What? Right. Wow, so, so even older now. Yeah, it's like 55. So. Yeah. Is this Mason City, Iowa? Mm. Is he from Iowa? Because that's the only Mason City I know of is in Iowa. The Globe Gazette. Let's just see. Hold on. Yeah, North Iowa. Okay. Mason City and, and he, North Iowa. He and his wife, Jacqueline, live in Santa Monica. And their kids are grown. On, da- on Dallas, he played Jerry Young's attorney, Alan Beam, a character who gives lawyers a bad name, who gave lawyers a bad name. He was on TJ Hooker, too? The stint only lasted from yes, 79 to 80, but it was during the period uh, when blah, blah, blah hey, happened. He, um, he did summer stock at Cape Cod. So, so he brought the, the beamskin rugs to Cape Cod in the early 70s. He sure did. A lot of people did the summer stock and stuff in Cape Cod and then went yeah. to uh, a gunpoint playhouse in Maine and they did a lot that, of that. That's stuff. what the Seacrest Hotel in North Falmouth on Old Silver <laughs> Beach was. Yeah. Uh, Randy it was, Powell. <laughs> it was started, uh, as I said, bef- by Barbara Walters' father uh, as a s- summer stock theater in the early, whenever Barbara Walters was huh. growing up, she grew up there. My uncle had a theater in uh, two theaters in Framingham, Massachusetts, and he had Howard Keel there, I think, doing Carousel. I remember you said that. I was like, oh. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Hmm. Was it Carousel right. or Camelot? Well, what do y'all... I don't know, but, no, it was the Carousel Theater. I don't know what the name of the play he was doing. Was. I gave it 3.65 bourbons and an acting class <laughs> for JR's bad. Larry Hagman pretending to act badly in the show. Yeah, I liked it. I, I gave it a 3.5 because I only liked certain parts of it. I didn't like the episode as a whole. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. it had a lot to offer. And I give it a 3.5 with um, a chest hair menagerie. And I gave it a 3.5 with, with an electric razor. Take care of that shit. That's right. Manscaped that bitch. <laughs> Just like the rotary Or like Steve Carell in 40 Year Old Virgin, where he had the. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 um, 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. <laughs> Except for the yeah. eyebrows. Eyebrows are pretty much numb now. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. I do it. Ow. 
every four weeks. There are, there are no nerves up here anymore. I think they're about. Well, I need to do that because I can't pluck mine. It hurts pluck. me so bad. I pluck. Eventually, girl, you wax. How long have you been waxing your eyebrows for? I don't. Oh. I don't do anything to mine. I get these strays right there and right oh, there okay. and right there, and I pull them, but I don't. I'm afraid. If you do it hurt. enough, it won't hurt to pluck them anymore. That's what everybody says. Uh-huh. It's true. I've been plucking mine since I was 14. Meanwhile. Most of them don't. I've been waxing and plucking since Meanwhile. Mm-hmm. Yes? I am going to give it a 3-5 and slap on Kristen's backside. Mm. <laughs> Fair. Okay. And maybe I'll throw Jock Ewing's birthday watch in, too. Fair. I wonder how old Jock turned in that um, um, in 1970. Jock strap you in. I don't think, no, I don't think so. Because I don't know what year Jock was supposed to be born, honestly. It's uh, a good question because I'm Jim sure Davis was 70. Hold 70. on, let me get one of the books and consult. Okay. Jock was, Jock was born just before yeah. World War One. So 1913, 1914? Yeah, so... So he was like five years younger than he really right. was. Wait, so is that his age? Wait, he was 1914 on the show? Look, look what happened to my book, yeah. sadly. Okay. So. Oh. <gasps> you got to get some clear tape. Something. That was yes. his 60th, it was his 65th birthday. 65th birthday. They were celebrating his 65th. Because yeah. Jim Davis was 70. Oh, he was so cute. Don't man. give me that crap. No, that's Carter. I would love to have seen uh, Jim Davis and Carter McKay in a scene together. Okay, so thanks for joining us on Ewing Barbecue. And uh, we will see you next time. And Bye. Make sure you, make sure you Bye, follow y'all. us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join us everywhere. We post, we post, we post, and we like to have discussions with people and hear people's thoughts and comments. And on that note, y'all come back now. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Next on Dallas. Hey, Margaret Southwark. You're poking around at things that don't concern you. This concerns me. What are the chances of oil coming in before those payments are due? It's going to be close. I didn't marry you, Jock, to lose South Fork over an oil deal. You're scared, aren't you? That little insight you picked up from your psychiatrist? It's the first time I've truly heard fear in your voice, J.R. The Ewings are going to be destroyed, but not by your brother. But mine. <laughs>